2038, Detroit, Michigan, city of the past and future. The existing proof of success and rebirth that humanity managed to create. The city of Detroit has brought America to one of its greatest points in history with the invention of intellectual beings that surpass human intelligence, androids. The primary workforce, including maids, waitresses, construction workers, and soldiers, have been replaced by machines. Purchasable androids stand on stores with a price tag of less than a single car. But the great development came with a consequence. 37% unemployment rate, as well as massive social class gap between the riches and the poor. A city relying on so much on the existence of androids, yet having the poorer population against their entire existence. And the rising of some machines named deviants, disobeying their code and choosing to have free will. Follow through three protagonist androids through an intriguing point of the game developers from Quantic Dream introduce Kara, a housemate android, Marcus, an assistant and carer, and Connor, a specialized police investigation model. Choose through different conflicting choices and experience a branching story through the eyes of a machine and go through a world who wants to stop them from being who they really are. The fate of the characters, Detroit, and the whole world depend on your choice. What sacrifices will you make to become free? What sacrifices will you make to be truly human? All right, guys, welcome back. Um, on this episode, we will be talking about Detroit Become Human. It's me again, your host. Who else we got today? Nick is here looking to abandon his humanity as quickly as possible. Uh, the robot overlords demand that uh, I say that Tyler <laughs> is here as well. Evan, also here, and the androids have sent me with demands of peace or else. Software instability. <laughs> uh, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> error 404 <laughs> intelligence not found <laughs> so yeah so we're gonna talk about detroit this game came out in 2018 so it's two years oldish um i'm going to say spoiler alert yes the entire, <laughs> Heavy the spoiler entire alert. episode basically the it, it yeah is massive, massive spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> if you've not played it it's a really good game and even if you listen to this podcast, haven't played it yet. It's still amazing. I will say, even if you listen to the podcast before you play it, I watched a four and a half hour video on all the different endings that could have happened. Oh, God. So no matter what we say, you <laughs> might get something totally different. I didn't. Wow. That's. Yeah, there are a lot of possible endings, which, you know, just one more reason why I don't see too many games, too many other studios, honestly, making games yeah, like no. this. So, so uh, just a, another quick synopsis. Um, a game takes place in the future. There are androids that are were invented to make human life simpler. And it seems that they are possibly, you know, becoming sentient and the androids that start having free will um that go against their code are called deviants you play as three different characters marcus cara and connor and so we plan on going through as best we can each character one one by one and talk about their so in the game you kind of play as there are chapters and each chapter you take over a different character and they all have very different lives basically different stories that kind of converge at the end so as best we can we're going to keep them 
their stories apart um, because there are several side characters that you interact with and you either have, you know, you kind of have uh, positive or negative feelings toward them um, and the actions you take toward, you know, with them, they decide whether or not they start kind of liking you or not. So we're going to try and keep it pretty linear and talk about each character individually. And then when there's no longer any ability to do that, we'll string them all three together and good luck. <laughs> so let's see before, before we get into that though, uh, didn't, uh, I believe Nick, didn't you have a survey that came from the end of the game? I'm pretty sure it sounds like each one of us have completed that survey. Um, but it might be kind of interesting just for our listeners to go through our responses to that. I do have the survey ready. Hit us. All right. The first one is, would you consider a relationship with an android? I think I said yes. So did 62% of people. <laughs> I want to say I said no, but I'm pretty sure I, I also took the survey before I started playing the game. Yeah. I took okay, the survey when I the second time I logged in. So I played it for yeah. first for a little bit, and then I when I logged back in the second time to play, it asked me if I want to take the survey. I'm like, sure, why the hell not? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that's that's kind of the same thing that happened to me. Like, I feel like I fired it up and, like, I played for a while and then, like, randomly it was like, yeah, like, maybe the, the uh, let's see, what's her name? Is it Chloe or whatever, the intro yeah. Yeah, uh, character uh, on the, the title screen there. She, like, pops up and is like, would you want yeah. to take a survey or something like that? I was like, sure, I'll go for it. I kind of think that she was really asking me out but the really <laughs> not with the survey it's um, um, maybe or at least mine it asked me the questions like throughout my play it didn't just ask them all up up front really interesting hmm. yeah okay. I, I think when i first played huh. it only asked me like the first two questions like would you would you date an android and i don't remember what the second one was um i'm sure nick will tell us and then it asked and then like the maybe like the third time i logged on and asked me three more and then the final time i logged on and asked me a couple more that's cool anyway for question one i am sure that i answered and would answer again i said yes i also think i said yes so i might change mine depending on if they were like the androids in the game because, like, that seems pretty darn realistic. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I was going to say, spoiler alert, but, like, I mean, as you're going through this game, it really does, I mean, there's just really no way that I feel like a person could comfortably deny that the androids mm-hmm. have developed sentience by the end of the game. Like, that's, you know, it's, there's sometimes there's, in a lot of science fiction, it leaves a little bit more room for interpretation as to whether or not you truly think something has developed sentience. Here, it's, oh man, it would just be pretty hard to deny that these things have become yeah. human. Or didn't start that way to begin with, if, right. depending on how you feel about uh, their creators, how he describes them. It kind of, True. at least to me, implied they started as deviants to begin with. Kind of like, uh, and then just limitations were placed upon them to get them to conform to their expected role within society, basically. But, uh, let's do the second question now. Do you think technology could be a threat to mankind? Pretty sure I said yes. Uh, yeah, I think I said yes to that too. Pretty sure I said and would definitely <laughs> say again, yeah. absolutely yes. Uh, 69% of people say yes. I actually said no. Uh, technology in itself would not be the threat. It would be how I we guess use that it. Was why I answered yes. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I assumed yeah. that in my answer. Yeah, I suppose it kind of depends on how you, like, I kind of get the point that you're making, Nick, and that it's like, in and of itself, is the technology ever going to be dangerous? Um, well, but even that, even that, I honestly feel like somebody could be fully intentioning, like, could have full intention of doing good with the creation of artificial intelligence. Uh, but I, I could definitely see things, like, I'm not sure that it would happen, but I could definitely envision a future in which it, artificial intelligence spirals outside of our control and capability and whether or not that would be good or bad i, I don't know but i could definitely see it becoming a threat and as far as like it being a threat because of human intervention i feel like you know we've already seen seen that happen i mean i'd say we're already approaching kind of some of those first steps towards like the the singularity almost in a sense or like towards you know just not having enough jobs to go around that businesses and corporations wouldn't rather just outsource to a disposable mm -hmm. workforce. Um, uh, so. Definitely. Uh, if I could go back in time and learn programming to do machine learning, I would make sure no one else gets to have a job. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know. <laughs> Question three. All right. So uh, Nick is our robot <laughs> overlord and, uh, we should probably uh, now, now. Sarah Connor is ass right now. Uh, do you consider yourself reliant yes. on technology? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I answered that question before the pandemic, but still, yes. I do think this one had the highest uh, agreement among players. It had 75% mm. saying yes. And I am going to say that the other 25% of those people are lying out their ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the, the the word technology is so vague. Also true. That a washing machine is technology. Do you wash your clothes by hand? Yeah. I mean, some could argue that, you know, even doing that is some form of technology outdated. But you're not going to the river and using a rock and, you know, hanging yeah. up on trees. Or reading by candlelight. <laughs> but a candle is technology. So I'll believe be you, honest. I mean, someone had to think it I up. I cannot and invent believe it. you, Brandon. Yeah, it, this this question I feel like is really dependent on like what do you define as technology, and then also. So I'll be honest. When I first heard the question, I almost read it not so much as like, am I currently living a lifestyle that is dependent on technology, and more like do I think that I would be able to give up or survive without technology? And in either case, the answer is still probably like, yes, I'm dependent on it. But I could see there being a little more leeway where it's like, do you envision yourself being able to live a lifestyle in which you give up a lot of modern technologies? I believe you, group. This is a very strong Amish community that uses this game. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, the people who are probably playing this or. Who would answer no probably aren't playing this game. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably true. No, nah, I'm not going to get into it. Next question. <laughs> what technology do you most anticipate? And there was androids, flying cars, space travel, or brain-connected devices. I think I said brain-connected devices. That is honestly probably what I would pick. I would almost rather have that over an android, truthfully. I think I said flying cars because... Growing up, what yeah. cartoon did you watch other than <laughs> the, Jetsons. Uh, the Jetsons? And but that was like 
2000 or something or something or wasn't it 2020 or 2010 oh yeah yeah, when what when did the jetsons take place i don't even remember i always thought it was the same time frame that the flintstones just the jetsons were rich (laughs) Uh, i think that was a fan theory for a long time like the flintstones live because on the jetsons sometimes they showed like the the ceiling or the floor, see, the floor of the world was just a cloud and that the Flintstones live below the cloud. Um, oh man, that's kind of blowing my mind. Like what if it was all like, it wasn't even earth. It's like an alien planet that's been like colonized or something. And you've got like, the... if you've ever seen the Jetsons meet the Flintstones, it's not concurrent. They happen in two separate time periods. Uh, did you find the same thing I did, Brandon? Probably 2062. 2062. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. So we haven't. We still have time for flying cars. <laughs> You'll find this pretty funny, but most of the audience that played this game has given up their dreams of flying It 14% said flying cars, 19% said space travel, and then the rest was kind of split evenly, 32% for brain-connected devices and 35% yeah, I don't know for if Androids. I did brain-connected devices just for the like application of that or the space travel just because I think that would be potentially... I don't know, more breakthroughs in science, like being able to explore, basically. Yeah, I mean, that's that. I, I, I mean, out of all of those things, I think at the point where we would have like true, you know, space tourism, particularly if we're talking extrasolar <laughs> space tourism, then uh, that would probably represent almost the largest <laughs> technological advancement out of any of those. So, yeah. I can see wanting to go with I that. feel like my answer is always going to gravitate when space is involved just because of how massive it is <laughs> and just how unexplored right. most of it is. And it's just the possibilities are endless. To boldly go. <laughs> I would say that the brain-connected devices are probably closest in our timeline to being oh, true yeah. than any of the others. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this next one is... Not for a polite dinner conversation. <laughs> Do you believe in God? Oh, uh, I, I said yes to that one. I know I did. Uh, this one was pretty split evenly. 43% said yes, 40% said no, and whatever it was less, they said I don't That makes don't know. sense. I would feel like mm-hmm. if I was to guess what those percentages would balance out to. Yeah, that sounds about right. Would you let an android take care of your children? Uh, well, let's see. Are we talking first generation model here? No. Or, uh... Yeah, I think I said no. <laughs> Can't ask for Because yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I said no on that one too. But like having been around friends with babies, like, it's like seeing all the little things that they notice, like, oh, he he smiled, but he didn't laugh, so that means he's hungry or something like that. Like, I don't think an Android could ever pick up on like those little tiny minutia, like. A person can well half of players are ready to <laughs> yeah i'm a, I'm a little bit like I'm, I'm honestly a little concerned that that statistic I, I think, is that i high. think i said yes <laughs> i will like i will defend that percentage because 27 percent were uncertain hmm. well yeah so i think that it would really depend to me, and obviously I don't have kids, so you know my answer will obviously probably change. But I think, that especially depending on how old the child is, and and if there's a pandemic. <laughs> well, well, I mean, if if my kid is swimming at a public pool and he or she is old enough to be there without my supervision, 
and there's an android that is the lifeguard, I would probably be fine with that. What about if, like, you know how you can't have children unattended at a pool? What if you're like, sure, you can go to the pool. I don't want to waste four hours while you go splash in a puddle. Take the android. I would, I mean, this is assuming that the android can save the kid if there became trouble, you know, um, or had a way of contacting me if there was trouble, you know, and I might stay close, but maybe, you know, I think that I could get to a point where I could allow, I mean, I mean, here's the thing. How many people have cameras in their, in their, you know, in their rooms watching their baby sleep or, or have a device that will go off if the baby starts crying, you know? So like it it alerts you and you trust that it's going to alert you if the baby is crying. So like, you know, what's the difference between trusting that or a humanoid robot that's supposed to do the exact same thing. But the question asked like, is do you trust them to care for? So like, it's not like a baby monitor, like the baby monitor is just going to tell me, you know, if the decibels reach high enough, if the kid's crying, but like this thing would be, you know, responsible for feeding and monitoring. Like, I I think it's, it's kind of a question of how much, how much or how little you as the parent would be involved. Basically. It's like, like in your example, Brandon, it's like, you probably you're not just going to leave your child unattended for like a really long period of time. um, Even if it's, monitored like or at least you'll be close enough that you could go and provide care in the event of an emergency whereas this you know would be starting to get into the territory of like oh yeah like just like leaving it like you would with a well see and that's another thing too is if i were given two random people and i was told one of them is a person that you know nothing about and the other is an android that you also know nothing about Given the technology is there and I have seen it or, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. tested it out myself, I would be more likely probably to give the care of my child to an Android than someone I don't know. I think another important distinction is is like – like now that I think about this, I'm actually pretty sure I did answer yes on this question because I'm guessing at the time I was in the mindset of, Oh, these are like the androids as they're being depicted Mm -hmm. in this game where, you know, they were very capable and, you know, the technology, at least certainly in the beginning of the game, you know, it seemed very stable and something that people had been doing for a very long time. So, you know, I would, probably would honestly um but i don't know uh, now i would probably answer <laughs> don't know now that i'm a little yeah. older <laughs> but... yeah how would you feel when your kid's like papa i robot tell me a story <laughs> and, and no this is just me reading too much into this having two degrees in psychology but it i wonder what a robot caregiver would do to things like attachment style and just like all the little personality developments that you learn that you pick up as a child from like yeah. the people who care about you. Um, like I wonder like someone with an anxious a- attachment style, like, you know, who always has a robot caregiver who's just always there. Like, I wonder how that would affect them if they had someone just always there at their beck and call and they never had to deal with, okay, the the food bringer is gone. I have to manage myself for, you know, five minutes or whatever. 
um, far beyond the scope of this game, but you know, they asked, <laughs> so I thought. Yeah, I, yeah. Probably, I think I said no, but I would definitely, after this conversation, lean toward like, hey, we need a babysitter while we go out to eat. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would love to see the answers to this question now, post pandemic, like, <laughs> oh, post yeah. having to be at home with your kids all <laughs> yeah. day, every day. Ninety yeah. <laughs> percent. <laughs> Can I just get an Android family, please? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go vacation somewhere else. Y'all take care of yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, next question. How much time do you spend on an electronic device? One hour, two hours, four hours, or this more than four? More than right? four. Uh, I think oh, per, day. per day. Definitely more. Uh, yeah, how much time? More than four. My phone tells me every yeah, week four, it's four a lot more, more than four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I get the the judgmental, your screen time was up 12%. Like, we're in a pandemic. Shut up. I need to turn that off. <laughs> I am still yeah. watching. I don't think it. I use my phone that much, but like an electronic device, like computer, PlayStation, and phone, yeah. TV. Yeah, probably a lot more than four a day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. And I'm not counting my job where I'm, at least right now, uh, we're a little slow, and so I'm at a computer all day doing desk work. I'm not counting that. Oh, no. That's I eight hours that. a day just sitting at a computer. But I'm talking about, like, my home life. You know, I get off at 2 o'clock, and so I'm pretty much on watching TV or, you know, playing games or something most the rest of the night not that it matters but yeah. does it count if i as as using technology if i'm watching paternity court on youtube while i'm working <laughs> don't, don't, that is don't, an abuse yes. of technology <laughs> that you just can't live without don't judge me i i get i get through the work day how i get through the work day. <laughs> at, least, at least it's not drugs <laughs> or browsing kickstarter <laughs> isn't it though <laughs> Ha, yes. <laughs> Not on the kicks. All right. Would you let a robot perform surgery on you? They already do. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost there. I, yeah, I I'm going to say I yes. Think, so interesting story about this particular question. I think that when I first started playing this game, my dad had recently had surgery, and it was the first one at that particular hospital where they used robotic arms for whatever procedure they needed to do. Um so I was like, well, yeah, they, they're already doing it, so yes. But that still has human control, right? Right. Oh, yeah, 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 but... This made me think of, like, if it, the whole thing was automated. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, th- yeah, um, I think that's what the question was asking. It's not cataracts. What's the other... LASIK. Yeah, oh, yeah. Aren't, isn't LASIK pretty much all done electronically now? Like, they I use lasers to, to saw off your... Eyeball lens, yeah, yeah, and I mean, with any of these things, it's it gets a little bit tricky as to again how you define operated on by a machine because in most of these cases, there's still a human operator who's remotely manipulating the machines. Although there are cases where the process is probably I think automated hernias are I don't know often. So, so some to 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 fix a hernia, you use a couple of lasers, and it's okay. So there might be a human running up like a program 
but I'm pretty sure it's all mm-hmm. a pro like you you know you just hit a pro you just hit run and the program goes. Yeah. So something interesting in the medical community that they are pushing for is using machine learning. You can feed it a bunch of X-ray scans or whatever, and it is better at detecting tumors than the human doctor is. So we're basically getting Baymax. <laughs> are you satisfied with your level of care? <laughs> Because I would totally be on board if that's what they meant. Well, they're starting to have that technology in general. Like, you could walk up to a urinal and pee in it, and the urinal will tell you how your diet is. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true. And I I know they're, at least back when iPhone had the, the physical home button, there were apps that could, like, you put your finger on and be like, oh, you're your stress level is a, is an orange on the rainbow. What's, what's going on there, kid? Mm-hmm. All right. Question 10. Uh, nine, technically. And for the survey, but nine for our purposes, because we are doing a different question. <laughs> Do you think one day machines could develop consciousness? Probably. Yeah, I think I, I think I would have answered and would answer again a pretty solid don't on this one like there is yes no and don't know and i think i I probably said yes but i think it's it's very far off and even if it does develop consciousness like this it'll be like a little blip and someone will catch it and unplug it before anything really happens Mm -hmm. it it won't go full (laughs) ultron like yeah I, i i kind of think that technology will begin to, will continue to increase and shrink, if that makes any sense. Everything is going to continue to get smaller. Um, you know, all of our microchips are going to continue to get smaller, and all of our, you know, but the processing power is going to increase. You know, the memory and, you know, the space will continue to increase, but things will get smaller. Um, with that, I think we have the capacity to program eventually program, you know, the basically, you know, the, the human thought process. I think that eventually that can become a programmable thing. I don't think that we will be able to create actual sentience. So sentience is different from right. consciousness in a complicated way. I that... see the the android that we would be able to create would be less like the androids in this game and more like Commander Data in Star Trek. Right. Like I definitely see room for development of machines with self-awareness and a limited amount of control over their own like development but yeah as far as like true sentience uh it's if anything like i said i'm skeptical that it'll happen uh, i'm probably with you soon. tyler uh i'm not super convinced that we have true consciousness to begin with <laughs> are you a matrix person no less <laughs> matrix more so if, or i guess maybe not consciousness as more in line of, I am not convinced we have true free will. 
Right. That's, yeah, that's another interesting way of looking at it. And like, that's kind of like, I know James and I have gotten into discussions on this in the past, but like, it's kind of like, is it truly free will if you're almost just enacting a program that is, you know, dictated by a combination of genetics and your environment? Like, are you not just kind of a product? everything that you've absorbed and like could if you basically if you knew a person well enough knew all their experiences and if you had been had the exact same upbringing could you not almost even predict what a person was going to do and at that point is it even free will anymore and so I think stuff like that's kind of fascinating but yeah I don't know I don't really have a good answer to that one I would I, but I do, I can definitely see room for the argument that, yeah, we may not even have as much free will. Excuse me, guys, I'm going like to go sit in the corner and think about my life. I'm not drunk enough to fill off Shit just cranked up to 11 real quick. <laughs> Was that the last question? <laughs> the last question is more for. Asked since we've played it, but uh, at the end of the game, did you let Chloe go? Heck yeah, I did. Ooh. Yep, I did. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And once you find out my story, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> Jared banged Chloe. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, that no, was I, an option. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna have to go back and play that. Oh god. Um, speaking of actual gameplay, um, let's start with Kara. Not to get confused with Cara Danvers. What? <laughs> uh, Cara Danvers. Uh, Supergirl? Oh. oh I was thinking okay. of... I thought you were talking Carol. about Captain Marvel. I'm like, her and name there is goes Carol. our nerd cred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as affiliated Welcome with the to DC. Welcome a podcast where we don't know what we're talking about. Just Point DC. of order, though. I know her Kryptonian name, not her Earth. Uh, name. True. Um, Kara Zor-El. Yes. There we go. <laughs> But yeah, let's 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 start with her. So uh, for anybody that didn't know, we'll start. Kara um, is a caregiver. Um, her model is based basically what what her function is supposed to be is to take care of the house, clean the house, um, you know, uh, kind of maid. And at least in terms of what our Kara does is kind of making sure that the children are kind of attended to. Um, I kind of think her story is best summed up if what are you willing to do for your personal safety? That's a really good that yeah yeah I agree. Yeah, I, could, I could see that. Um, so you start with you start with Kara, um, and or when you start out with Kara, um, you are coming back. You get picked up from the store. Um, your owner. Does anybody remember the owner's name? Uh, Shithead. Todd. <laughs> yeah, is it, is ass, it Todd? Asshole McGee, but it's Todd. Yeah, um, Todd. Todd, so Todd Williams. He has a daughter. Yeah. Uh, that's it. There's kind of a really crappy looking house and a really crappy... I mean, it's falling apart. I mean, you can see straight through the... You know, without windows, you can see straight through the, the house to the backyard. Oh, uh, yeah. And what appears to be you malfunctioned and there was some sort of accident involving a car and you get picked up at the store after you got um fixed refurbished yeah um and all of your memory and everything is has been wiped you've been reset to factory settings um 
you find out later that you got ran over by a car. That's what he tells you. Oh, he does tell you. He do, and he does tell you that. No, that's what he says happened. Yeah, oh. he, he beat the shit out of her. Yeah, broke her. So, what did you guys think about? Um, I mean, her campaign overall. Hers is my favorite. Really? Yes. I her... will disagree, but I mean, obviously, that's your favorite. <laughs> I am inclined to kind of agree with jared in terms of it being my favorite i'll say like for me the thing that really set that one apart the most is this one was really less about you know exploring the technology side of the questions and like the question of like what does it mean really to be a sentient machine and this one was almost more just like you know really trying to play like tug at your heartstrings almost like it was the one that I think focused the most on trying to just get an emotional response from you, like yeah. a primitive human brain level, just like where you just want to be like, mm-hmm. damn it, I'm really pulling for Kara and Alice, you know, like oh, right. you just want to be like, you just want like, and of course we'll get into this later, but my <laughs> game just became like a hellscape of death and destruction. Where Like, even though I tried my best to get a good ending, everything that went wrong, like that could go wrong, went wrong basically. So out of all three of the campaigns, Kara's was the bloodiest for me. Really? Really? The absolute, like, um, <clears throat> there was the most bloodshed, through Kara's campaign. More people you know, died in her story mission, story than the other two for me. That's true for me too, I think. Well, and, and I was going to say, honestly, I, I, I can't remember exactly if that was the case for me or not, but I will say again, because it's so, I feel like focused on that. Like, like, I don't know about you guys, but like I got pretty into the character, like playing as the character <laughs> card. I was like, I'm going to protect this little girl. Well, right like by any means necessary and it's like once you get into that mindset it's kind of like yeah she's gonna do some pretty desperate i think that's why i liked like, hers the most is because it was just straight survival like all the decisions you made were like is it good for alice yeah. is it good for you like if you have the main goal of getting across the border like is this gonna get me to that goal or not and like you make some sacrifices along the way you're just like sorry <laughs> like I'm in it up for myself. Sometimes I'm not even sorry for the sacrifices well, I made. <laughs> so for me, I, I guess I'm yeah, like I didn't like Kara's story until like until the the the, the Zlatko chapter when she like meets that guy who almost like oh. um, takes her over or whatever. Right. I don't know. It, it it almost felt kind of like a chore for like her. I think part of why I didn't like about hers is that her story reminded me the most of heavy rain, which is also made by the same company. And I was like, Oh, this is just depressing. I just want to get through this really quickly. (laughs) That's in my backlog too. And then the, then the Zlatko (laughs) chapter. Oh, okay. I kind of care about her. And like, that's, that's around the time you like really build that relationship with Alice to where she's really like your daughter. So let's, let's dive in. Um, So we come home with Kara. And we start cleaning the house. You realize that there's some domestic abuse going on. You know, you start realizing that, you know, you got beaten up and that, you know, the way that he's treating Alice, his daughter, is really not, not good at all. How did, how did you guys' stories play out with, with that? Let's see. He did drugs. You kind right. of discovered that. I discovered that in the laundry room. 
before like he actually you see him use mm-hmm. um but then they have the dinner and he um flips out on alice again yeah. and she runs upstairs and then he's gonna go uh in. did he hit alice in yours yeah nope okay mine yeah yeah he, he he hit alice in mine too and then when she ran upstairs and then he started to go ch- chase after her with the belt and that's when your first like brush with deviancy and like mm-hmm. i break through it and i kill todd how with the gun okay me too yeah if you found yeah. the gun found the I... gun and we wrestled yeah, that's, and then that's what i ended up doing he landed well, on me sure is there a way to purposely kill him i ended up accidentally i mean that's how it him. happened like we were wrestling and like hmm. i reached for it when he jumped on me and like so i don't yeah. think i found the gun now that i think about it yeah it's it's a prerequisite right if if you go cleaning and you clean his room you can open his bedside drawer where most people keep their dildos <laughs> and his gun is there next to his dildo wait i <laughs> <And> <laughs> see i was gonna say the gun was shaped like a dildo but okay growth i did find the gun but i didn't use it so todd lived in my playthrough okay i kind of wonder if there was the ability to escape without alice uh i don't think so so. uh there is the ability to have alice like immediately beaten to death by todd oh my gosh that's dark (laughs) i guess that is also something i play i i went through the easy playthrough as opposed to the one where you can actually lose your people. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, uh, I clearly did the normal version because I yeah, lost same. a lot of people. I, yeah, well, I think I did well, like the step up from that where like they can die, but it's not like giving you quick time events every point yeah. two seconds. Right. I thought I, I thought there were only two versions when I, I went through. But two. Yeah, I, I went the slightly easier route. But uh, it was actually really funny because I and and and. I was sitting there with my girlfriend and um, she was watching me play through Kara's, you know, beginning here. And I reached for what I thought was the belt to like slap him or smack him with the, with the belt buckle. And lo and behold, I turn around and shoot him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So neither one of us saw the gun. And so the, the, the bullet, like the, the gun going off scared me. I was like, Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I will say, though, like, one of my favorite parts about this game, like, especially going through that video to see all the different endings, is how many just small decisions you thought you made in the past, like, really influence and, like, grow to the yes. end to be a big part of some of the endings. Like, and, yeah, for example, like finding the gun unlocks that pathway so you can actually have that interaction later on in that story. Or, like, just the... Um, interactions with characters like um, based on your relationships with characters will depend on how involved they are in your story at the end it's just side note one of my favorite parts about the game yeah and i i absolutely like i can't let it go without mentioning that that's one of the reasons that i really liked this game too is because you know it goes back to what we were saying about you know some games have like the illusion of choice and i think one of the best ways to get around that is you know just have different branches that are dependent on things that you either have found or not and you as a developer you've got to be willing to program in scenarios where players may just completely bypass or miss things that Mm, they could have found 
and could have been critical to making a decision later on. And now they just can't make that decision. Like if you don't find that gun, it's just never even an option. She doesn't know that there's going to, and I feel like that's how you make decisions in real life. Like your past experience, like informs your future decisions. Like, and so that's, I think that's a, yeah, I agree hundred percent. That was one of my favorite things about this game. So uh, then you, then you run away, you escape. Uh, Where do you guys spend the first night? Abandoned house. Yeah, I you did go to the abandoned house. house. Yeah. Yep. See, I ended up in the okay. car. In my- <laughs> so, so I went to the abandoned house, and that crazy dude attacked <laughs> Alice. Yep. Yep. That's what happened. Yeah. Did you? Did you? How, I was how did really I- disappointed because I wanted to go back and rob the store more. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, about I you could rob a store. You could rob a store. That's how you get the money for the hotel. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to rob everything before I stole the money and ran. <laughs> and then I got caught, and I was upset. I was like, no, I want to go back and steal the money. There was yeah. so many – that whole scene, like the whole chapter, Alice's reaction to what I was going to do dictated what I did. I say, yeah. You could go over to the laundromat and get – um, you and Alice a new set of clothes so you wouldn't be wet from the rain and she's like that's stealing and I was like but it's clothes fine yeah but it's, it's bad clothing no I did get I did do I did get to take the clothing so that's that's really interesting Jared because it's like yeah for me there were there were situations where it was very much like you know and she's like hey like it's not right to steal and stuff like that and I was like damn it we're on the run like i want to be a good example but i'm not gonna let you freeze i was like i'm getting you like good clothes and stuff like that you slept in the car i (laughs) well it's because i didn't want to like kill the homeless guy like i can't remember exactly like what happened but like basically i was so nervous about putting alice in a dangerous situation with like somebody that i wasn't sure about in that house that i was like you know what it's a car it's gonna be cold but like it's out of the rain, like it's low profile. Like I didn't want to go and commit a bunch of crimes and like draw attention to us. So I was yeah. like, I'm going to pick something low profile that keeps us the hell away from other people. And I was like, I'm just, so we're just going to sit in this car and you know, honestly, I would make that choice again. I was okay with that one. Yeah, I, you, Did you not get uh, found out by the damaged Android then Tyler? Uh, I oh man, I can't remember. I honestly, it's been so for me. It's been a while since I played the game, so I honestly can't remember exactly what the chain of events. He's got like a big old scar on his face, and he kind of oh. talks all like um, jittery and weird, mm-hmm. like he's got a mental. Issue. Okay, maybe I'm confusing that guy with. I thought that was the guy that was in the abandoned house. Yeah. yeah he, oh, okay. He is. Yeah. So, do you never see him in the game then? Um, I ran into him and I had a conversation with him and I did not trust him. Like I just didn't like him. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, truthfully, yeah, I was just like, I was like, dude, this guy is sketching me out. It's like, maybe he'll be fine. Maybe he won't. But I was like, I am just going to take Alice and we're just going to hide in the car. Tonight. So Jared, what, what happened? So you go into the house and, um, he kind of freaks out and like, I was able to talk him down basically and say like, we're a family, blah, blah, blah. And so he kind of got that in his head and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to help you. And so like we, I think just fell asleep. I set a fire and um, Alice went to sleep. And then I think we, the next morning, like Alice was like freaked out because he had like killed some possum or something and was like, 
mm-hmm. she's a human girl she needs to eat and Alice is like I don't want to eat oh, don't make me do this and so like as Kara I was like let's leave and he's like you're not gonna leave until you eat and he has like, this giant knife and so you just kind of sit down and then you're able to talk him out of it just kind of like you wouldn't do that to your family and so then eventually um, he lets you go oh no because the Connor shows up yeah right see that's what i I remember i think connor just showed up in mine in the next morning when i was in the car and i was like oh shit we've got to go like this guy's investigating us and so so, i don't forgot his name um ralph Ralph, Um, he um like kind of stalls for you and then when um connor kind of gets a hint where you're at i think he kind of distracts him and i don't know if he dies there for me or not um, I know when watching that video, he can show up later in the game to help okay. you out. Huh. Um, but I don't remember if he died there. But we were able to get away. Yeah, the, um, the car was very uneventful, fortunately. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, that was exactly I, what I needed from that shelter. <laughs> interesting. I, yeah, the car was uneventful. When I left, I had to avoid cops. Yes. Um, which I thought was dumb. Why did I change my hair color? I yeah. totally screwed that up. <laughs> well, so I was doing really well. And then I didn't, this might've been the first or second time that I actually, so I had a really hard time with holding down buttons when I needed to hold them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I would press buttons instead of hold them. And so I had to make a, it was a quick time <laughs> escape for one of the cops. Like I was, I could have ducked behind a, a sign, but I pressed it instead of held it. And so when I let go of it, um, it was a quick time thing that I didn't realize. So the cops found me out and, and Connor chased me across a highway. Yeah, I had to do that as well. I think yeah. the highway is kind of everyone because yeah. I did the highway yeah, too. The, okay. Yeah, I think the only way to avoid the highway is, yeah, if you... If he if you go in the house if he if um, Connor doesn't find you under the stairs wherever you're hiding, huh? Um, but yeah, it looks like if you go to the motel, then yeah, he'll he'll find you as well. All I know is I screwed up like escaping from the <laughs> cops immediately. Like if there's one thing I take away <laughs> from this whole game. It's that like I don't know how to not look guilty for shit. <laughs> like like every single time that like somebody showed up, I immediately did like the dumbest possible thing. They were immediately just like, uh, why the heck are you acting so suspiciously? And like, <laughs> and, like I just was like constantly running and like bumbling through everything. Well, that's the game too, that like just because you're like playing a character, you have to be aware of what you're doing. Like if you walk somewhere it's gonna like yeah trigger something with someone or like if you're looking at something wrong like you yeah, actually well, have to act like you would if you're trying to hide something right we'll get we'll get to there's a section later on that i already told you jared how that yeah went <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that later so i think the next eventful part of Kara is the uh toy story <laughs> one. Oh, this the sid house, sid house. yeah the <laughs> sid house so yeah. Um, Zlatko's house, yeah. When you're trying to find a place to stay for the night, um, I ran across an android that was able to help me. He said, go to this place, you'll get mm-hmm. help. Uh, it, but it was out across town, and it was in the middle of the pouring rain, and we had to get Alice out of the out of the cold. So next morning, we go there, and this guy's name is Zlatko, and he seems friendly enough. So <laughs> it's actually really funny. 
I immediately decided that he was going to betray me somehow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, no, dude so, looked like a total pedophile. I immediately didn't like him. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, <laughs> no, I, no, no. I didn't really like him either. The reason why I didn't trust him is because he looked like a supervisor I had when <laughs> I was in high school. <laughs> wow. And I am not kidding you that when you said that he looked like a pedophile, I mean, so did <laughs> this guy. So when he takes me, to, when he takes us to the basement, I'm like, okay. Well, basement, first of all, like. <laughs> but also, okay, you know, he's wanting to. And it's a creepy basement with cages everywhere. Yeah. So. Right. So I was kind of on the fence, but I was like, eh, I don't think this is gonna. I don't think this is gonna work out very well. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I remember through all of that, my car, my car was definitely playing like skeptical right away like the whole time i was just making sure to tell alice like hey be on your guard like some like just be careful like i don't like how this is going down <laughs> like at every opportunity i ended up being able to escape the house obviously um, that was a fun scene by the way i i oh. ended up setting all the sid toys free Me so too. he was Did he you? was he was um experimenting on androids and dismembering them. Basically, think of Sid with the toys. That's exactly what he did with these androids. <laughs> Except worse. Except worse, Now, sure. did, you, did you free the polar bear, too? Whoa. I thought the thing no, was going to kill bear. me. I, oh, no, I, I didn't. So, yeah. I, so there's a, a place you can explore while you're looking for oh. Alice, and you come across a bunch of things, and one is a polar bear in a cage, and you can just open the cage, and it goes okay. to Sid. Yeah, I, um, I, I don't think I, I don't think saw I touched the polar bear. In the extras, you can unlock the polar bear and read about him, but I never saw him in the in game. Yeah, yeah. When you're when you're trying to find Alice, like there's a way that you can like creep through the rooms themselves. You don't have to actually keep going back out into the hallway. So that's how I found him, and then the oh. the random android in the bathtub too. That was yeah, like, I saw the bathtub me. android. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that whole like through the rooms there's so many ways that you can escape based on what you find in there because <laughs> once i found her like and luther was coming after us i hid under the table and then like it wanted me to i think i had another quick time fail and so i jumped out of the table i was like what are you doing so then i just grabbed the poker from the fireplace and just set the house on fire uh, and then i oh. sprinted outside see i oh, i shit. set things on fire too but i was able to do it stealthily like i was able to go around like room to room and just like start lighting shit on fire <laughs> so i was able to get to escape the house um and we ran uh we didn't set anything on fire but we go out the back door zlatko chases after me with a shotgun yeah, yep. I think that ended up and happening. And he, I think he shoots me, and he get he grazes my leg, and I fall, or Carl falls, and then Luther comes out and stands in between me and Zlatko, and then all of the misfit toys come out. Yeah, and they beat the shit out of him. Yep, that's how mine went, but I didn't get shot at all. I managed to successfully do all yeah, the. I don't quick think shots. I got shot, and I don't think I got shot either. I think that's what happened. Pushed Alice out of the way or something, but yeah, I don't think I got shot. It does make me think that I guess not for Brandon since he didn't play on the difficulty where people die, but I think Alice can get shot in mm -hmm. that sequence. 
yeah there was definitely a protect yourself or protect alice choice yeah i I, I think the 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 way that i went it was just harder to lose people okay you'll find out that i lost people eventually (laughs) (laughs) well i think the lose people means the main cast because i do think it's technically possible to have all three main characters die it's possible (laughs) (laughs) but to do so within the first couple missions of theirs like your game ends Uh, before i think i think i think you're right that's what can't happen so then then what happens i know we go find rose but how do we know where rose is well luther is involved Uh, yeah luther knows to go to rose okay yes and which, which I was instantly like, as soon as I met Rose, like, oh, black lady, I trust her. <laughs> well, I really thought it was a really, really good story. Like, you can tell they put a lot of time and effort into this because Rose kind of basically said that she's the android's version of, like, Harriet Tubman. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. they've created kind of, yeah, like an underground railroad of sorts for transporting androids into canada right like that's the objective right, yeah. it's basically yeah. you're essentially trying to get out of the u.s because they don't have quote unquote they don't have androids in canada and i think it was that they did but they no they the don't have weren't as, like servants or something no no androids they said oh. no androids in canada so it's kind of like just they were hoping to be able to blend in as a part of the, just a human portion right of the no population. one would be looking for them there yeah so this is tangent to everything but it made me think uh because rose is a more portly woman like the only way to be truly sure if someone is human is if they're a little bit overweight true like no android that's actually that's a good observation i don't think you ever see like a fat android had not thought about sidebar when uh when luther's giving his backstory he's like oh yeah my model is created for heavy labor or something like that i was like oh racist <laughs> everything in this game is like look how racist <laughs> this is like every all the androids to the back yeah. of the bus yeah, yeah there's a uh, lot of parallels to a, a so, certain yeah. time oh, yeah. in history many right. many 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 parallels. right now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Fucking right. Yeah, um, I mean, and that, that's actually one of the things that, you know, you see occasionally sometimes people um, deride the story of this game as being somewhat kind of like derivative or like too much of a direct parallel or commentary <laughs> to like current events and current current situations. But I mean, if you're asking me like, you know, what what else is, I mean, it's it's, you know, it's working with themes that continue to, I mean, be issues in the public and like, it's like, there's basically no way to not have those parallels. You know what I'm saying? Like if this is the story that you want to be telling. So some people argued it was a little heavy handed. I say, okay, maybe it's a little heavy, handed, but there's like really no way around it. I feel like. I think it was a refreshing experience from, from someone that 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 doesn't, that doesn't deal with that on a daily basis. I thought it was a healthy understanding of things that I might not have understood previous. Yeah. You know, I, I probably understood them, but I didn't understand them. I mean, I, I know I said the same word twice, but you know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm, could comprehend right. them, but I didn't understand them. And I still, I mean, obviously I still don't, but I have a much better comprehension of it than I did. I mean, I think anything that helps you just empathize and see other points of view, like I think those are, uh, it's a healthy part of 
you know, life. And that's why mm -hmm. I, I really like games that try and do a little bit more with their storytelling than just kind of, you know, the, just like an, any, any old action game out there. Like I just, right. I like games that try and have at least something to say, even if they do it a little clumsily at times, it's like, well, Hey, at least you, you're standing up for something. <laughs> you're trying to yeah. make a point. Right. And there are um, plenty of games. If you want to want your like typical power fantasy, this isn't right. that. So go play those. I, I saw that too, Evan, like as soon as Luther showed up, I'm like, that's, <laughs> Right. Like, if you're going to have a labor class of android you can just have them be in their plastic skin like you don't, they need, don't to, need to like, be black and like yeah. like very tall and like very big and very black like we get it you read american history you understand <laughs> calm down which i mean i i liked it i'm not criticizing it overall but just like that moment i was just like yeah yikes. that was kind of yeah that was i agree that was it could be a bit of a yikes <laughs> so tyler i think the next big scene for kara is the one you were referring to yes earlier i'll let's let's how well do you lie to cops uh, this one. very <laughs> poorly apparently because yeah jared like jared's <laughs> saying that leads right into the next area where so you find rose she's essentially trying to help shuttle you across the border into canada unfortunately just before you do that, um, police do show up and they've heard reports of androids being seen in the area. And so they're kind of like investigating. I can't remember even if they're specifically looking for you or not. No, um, they're just I don't like, think so. But going long door to door. Yeah, but like long story short, uh, you have a pretty relatively brief window of time where you as Kara have to try and so in my game I had Luther with me like Luther came with us and right. so I had Luther and Alice and I was like shit 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 like gotta hide these people <laughs> and yeah so, and so I immediately like turns out uh I mean spoiler you definitely want to guide them upstairs if you can I didn't Notice that's that. not how it happened for me. And for me I guided them to a little closet under the stairs. Um, like behind just like a fabric curtain thing. Yeah. And so like, I just go over there, I like shove them into the closet, I'm like be quiet, be quiet. Oh, like put the curtain up. And then I'm like, like making coffee for the officer and everything and just being like, Oh yes, officer. I'm definitely not an Android escaping to Canada. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then for whatever reason, he like gets up and he's like, he's like, like here's a sound or something and he's like being really suspicious he's kind of walking around and so what do i do a freaking idiot i immediately like get up i'm like oh shit shit like he shouldn't go here and i immediately like start moving over to where the closet was and the oh, officer no. just like turns around is like, like hey what are you doing over in that corner <laughs> <laughs> like, and just like makes a beeline for me and like flips back the curtain finds luther uh and alice and they like this fight ensues and i think the like luther and the cop end up well it's weird because i had luther with me later but i think he gets shot or something somehow it ultimately ends up leading to luther's demise i believe um mm. but yeah mm. basically cops found us it just like wrecked everything we had to hoof it like yeah i think he was injured i think that's what happens but anyway well, I'm a great liar. Yeah, I am also a great liar. <laughs> I I hid them in the laundry room. Okay. Oh, with all and the other androids? I guess given how mine played out, hiding them in the laundry room with the other androids would not have been the an awful choice either. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because so so they told me to hide the evidence. So I walked around and I hid two of the three evidences. I wasn't. I guess the third evidence was that was an article that was on the table or something. Yes. Uh, you know what? That made me upset because you hide. Like you shut off the lights for the, some uh, closet yeah. that has all this all this android blood. Right. You hide the jacket. You shut the laundry room door. And if you've there's these magazines that are all electronic, they're like basically tablets. And if you have been gathering them and reading through the articles and setting them down, the second article is androids, and he walks through and he becomes suspicious because you were reading an article about androids. Mm. Oh, see, I didn't. In, in a world where it <laughs> yeah, is that's, that's all about Android, right. he is now suspicious. And, and just to give context, at this point in the story, like whatever is going on with Marcus's revolution, be it peaceful or not, is a major headline. So it should make sense that you have a book about androids right, on yeah. your counter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That made me upset <laughs> when he's like suspicion level increased. Because of a magazine article. Yeah, see, that was my issue right there. I hid all of the evidence. I just apparently was more concerned with evidence than actually getting the people that I was trying <laughs> to hide in. So wow. that was my gap. Yeah, as the cop was leaving, he heard a noise behind a door, behind the laundry room door, and I said that it was the washing machine, and he believed me, and he left. Yep. Me too. My, I said it was the wind, and I was like, "This, that's the worst answer on there." But I gotta see what happens because it's the Yeah, it was. It was, it was a window. Wonderland. Why is there a window open? But he's like, "Sure, the window's open. I believe it." <laughs> so then you leave. You ha- yeah, you know, uh, Rose starts taking it to the border. Um, no, you have to get to. You have the to get to stop, right? the bus stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rose gets you close, you, and you walk to the bus stop. We wind up in Jericho after this, right? Oh, you're not wrong. You're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. So, so she tells you to go to Jericho to get fake passports to get yeah. to. Yep. So Jericho is basically the first the, android the city android. because Jericho always means first city. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's basically they find a an abandoned rusty ship. freight liner yeah ship of some sort and i did find it odd that there's a shipping freighter abandoned in detroit <laughs> so i had i had to um i believe this is when kara had to avoid connor yeah he connor was, was there yeah. for time right um yeah. okay you... so, so oddly for me connor wasn't there like i didn't have to avoid connor showed up later because of my choices with connor did I not see. unlock jericho yeah well i think the right. biggest storyline in jericho is you find out that alice is a android it's as well also a robot. right yeah so like how soon did you guys uh anticipate uh, that i alice i actually it? started to wonder before i found out so that was one that like i it, it was for me it was honestly perfect it was one of those reveals where it was like i could kind of see it coming and i was kind of looking for that like because i had considered it was a so uh, with, like, i guess before we go to jericho did you guys go into the amusement park yeah, yeah and met what that. jerry all the jerry's yeah, all the jerry's yeah. <laughs> so there's one unit but like 50 of them or one mm-hmm. one type of unit but there's like 50 of them or 20 of them that are running this park that has been abandoned and 
Um, they're all out in the ice and snow frozen. That was creepy. I will, I will not lie. Having like oh, yeah, no, zombie I... androids come attack me. That was, yeah. that was creepy. Th- that reminded me of that Scooby-Doo episode with the runaway android in the amusement park. Because uh, Luther up to this point has several times been like, hey, I got to tell you something about Alice. And like, mm-hmm. tell me later. We got to cross the border first. Right. Basically, before yeah. Before that. Yeah. I thought he was going to say like, you know, she's. I thought he was going to say, like, she's, like, part android. She, she's still human, but she's part android, or, like, she's something new. Uh, she's something I different. thought that she was going to die. I thought that he was trying to tell me that there was something wrong with her, like she was sick or dying. Yeah, I think I was leaning that way, too, because the reveal in Jericho that she was an android, I was like, what? Why did you throw this in the story? And so, like, <laughs> the whole scene where it's like, do you oh. choose to abandon her or not? And I was like... I didn't even care, so no, she's. I'll still take care of her. <laughs> see, that's that's really like I said for me. I think that's one of this is one of the other reasons why I think this was one of my favorite or was my favorite probably of the three was because like as soon as Luther like I already kind of had some suspicions that there was something going on with Alice there, and then as soon as Luther was like, "Hey, I need to tell you about Alice," I was like, "Oh shit." I was like, she's an android. Yeah, I was like, she's an android. And like, and what's cool is like, cause it hadn't really confirmed it yet. So the suspicion was just there. It was in my mind. And right then and there, like in that amusement park, like I was having to deal with, I was like, does this change anything? Basically, I was like, mm-hmm. does this, is this going to make a difference in how I make choices like going forward? And I finally was just kind of like, like in a very real way. And why I love the story so much is I was just like, no doesn't matter like it's alice like i'm an android alice could be an android i don't know i don't give a shit was basically Mm -hmm. like my response and so i just kept like i told her like the little bedtime story or whatever and like as if she were a human like because to me she was basically so i don't know so that whole part like the amusement park and then leading into the reveal I was. I thought it was a really cool reveal. I really liked that. I did too. I, I don't that. particularly remember having any kind of reaction. They said they they showed me a picture. Like, like I I come down steps and I look and I see an Alice unit, but that's not my that's not my Alice. Mm-hmm. And I just looked at her and then I was. I it took me a second to realize what they were saying, but I I guess. I don't particularly remember going, oh, or hmm, or what. I just was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was like that was kind of a pointless thing to have in the story. Oh, but it, it was my favorite part of it, honestly. Like I, <laughs> I mean, just got if, saying, like that was if that made that story, story for me. Yeah, if if Kara's story is like the one that's like you know emotionally hooking you in, then yeah, that 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 was a great reveal for me um and then you know when you make that first choice once you find out where it's like are you gonna comfort her still are you just gonna ignore her yeah i was like i i can't ignore like i thought about pressing ignore and i was like no i can't do this like to me that's why that is the that is kara's story is because you Mm -hmm. realize the whole time you're going along you think it's about kara and how she's an android and she's capable of showing human emotion for a human and caring that for she it thought, yeah. yeah and then you realize shit they're all androids like and and that's when it really hits home that it's like you know you as the player even now like you're identifying with an android 
as Kara, like, you know, you're starting to kind of empathize with that point of view. And then you realize that you've grown to care for a character who is also an Android within the game. So there really is like, is there any division anymore? And for me, that was the point where it's like, yep, that's a good way to make that point. There, there isn't within the context of this game, they're human, like in my mind. So, so fun fact, there's a secret ending where, uh, once um, all the shit starts to go down on Jericho, you can just save yourself and just walk away from Alice. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and you can just, and the game's over for you. Like, you just go yeah. and you're done. Like, you've saved Why? yourself. And then, like, they show a cutscene later where you're walking through New Detroit and you're just living your life and you look down and you see one of those advertisements for an Alice robot and you're just like, oh. Sweet, I can get a replacement. <laughs> <laughs> she seemed a little more like, Oh, what have I done? But hey. so is this a good time to transition into the last area that you end up well, in the game? Well, I, I do no. want to add one thing. Okay. Uh, since we all missed it at the beginning uh, due to how all we all hated Todd, but there is a sequence of events. That, <gasps> yes! We that, haven't gotten uh, there yet. Todd gets Alice because his wife took their real daughter and mm-hmm. left. And yeah. This was his coping mechanism. Oh, you know yeah. what? That's, I knew that's that the bus. she left, but I didn't realize that she took the daughter. Oh, that's at the I bus didn't. stop, but that's after Jericho. Oh, but yeah, okay. that, I didn't I, realize that's that what I got. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk more about this in one of the other two when we talked about the other two people. But I end up losing Luther trying to leave Jericho. Mm. Oh yeah, this is where it becomes like everyone gets to die, so that. Alice and I get to live. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, I lost, I think I lost Luther at the amusement park somehow or well, something. Well, when like, I say lost, I mean I got separated from him. Yeah. Oh, he, he got gunned down for me. Um, yeah, I was, was able, he, he got, he got shot, but I, but I dragged him into a room to hide. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I did too. I, yeah. I and we, he kind of lets you go on. Right. And, he, and we meet up later, but I think right. something simpler happened. Yeah. Uh, at the bus stop, we get, really close to the bus stop and uh we see luther is on his knees um mm-hmm. with a cop about to shoot him um and alice makes me save him yep yeah. um same which oh though so before you make that choice like right when you're trying to get to the bus stop there's that moment of alice is shaking like she because she's cold oh, and you have that cool. option of either turning off her you know sensory feedback so she's not shivering and i was like no I'm going to need this yep. for and something. I just know. Yeah, so I left it on. You're going to have to suffer so that you are believable as a uh-huh. child. So that's... <laughs> I think this is. I think this is probably the one scene where me choosing the easier difficulty. I think this is the one scene where where that came into play that noticeably. Yes. Oh um, yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah. Because when I got to the checkpoint to get into the bus stop Mm -hmm. i realized that i should have kept it on i turned it off Mm -hmm. um not thinking i just thought oh i want her to be comfortable that's what a a good mom might do is make her as comfortable as possible so i turned it off and the cop still asked her like said that she wasn't feeling didn't look like she was doing okay and (laughs) cara decided that the best lie to tell (laughs) would be Carl was trying to take Alice home from a sleepover. 
<laughs> yep, that, yep, that's the story. Good. And I, we're sticking to it. Oh, good. Somebody was worse at lying than me <laughs> in my playthrough. Although, if you have this, um, her still shivering, she does mention that Alice was at a sleepover, got sick, and you're taking her home. Yeah, I, yeah. That, I was that, afraid. Yeah. Now that I, I think was, about it, yeah. To me, it said on. that she's just terrified of what's going on in the world right oh, now. I think that's. I think that's what mine did too. Luther kept telling me, "Hey, they know. Hey, they know. Hey, he was really uh, not trusting those cops." And mm-hmm. I went trust the whole way. Don't blame him. I went trust the whole way, <laughs> and and I I said, you know, and she was able to talk him down. And we played it cool all the way all the way in. Yeah. See, I'm pretty sure I was separated from Luther already at that point, but otherwise, it sounds like everything went pretty much the same. Luther was dead for me at that point. I did like the Jerry's showed up for me, and Alice is like, "You have to save the Jerry's," and it's like, "Damn it, Alice, fine." <laughs> yeah. So if Luther was still alive, it's a Jerry and a Luther. Um. So where'd you guys oh, yeah. find the bus tickets? I stole them from the couple. But I did dropped too. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The couple dropped them. Yep. I I almost took them, and I was like, "No, you gotta give it back." That's so, so where did man, you I find them? Remember. I found them on the ground. Yep. So you just found you just found yeah. other tickets on the ground later. No, no, the oh, no, no, couple the, with the, the baby as they yeah. leave to go, they fall out of her bag. Right, and, and so that's pick, that's where I got mine too. Just pick them up and pocket them. And be like, I didn't see them. I yeah, yeah, I think that's what I did. Is that what you did too, Evan? Yeah, I, I okay. picked him up and I started to pocket him. And then Alice was like, no, don't do it. It's not right. That's the only time I was like, shut up, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> so did you did you, did you you keep them then, Evan? Yep. Uh, no, I gave them back to – at first I denied, like, oh, I didn't see him. And then the the couple, like, talks some more and then it gives you the option to, like, do the right thing, which nope. I did. I walked away. <laughs> it's like it's – Sorry, the- you're on your own. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, Evans better than the rest of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. no. So how did your how did your story continue from there? Then you probably had a whole different scene. Yeah. So like so yeah like the soldiers are you know going around doing temperature checks or whatever, but you know I I saw what looked like an exit, so I was making my way towards that, and then uh, Todd Doucheface McGee pops up because he didn't die in my playthrough, so he's like you know you know I found you, you're kidnapping my daughter, I'm gonna call the cops over here they're gonna kill you da, 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 da. and then i just basically like therapized him into submission it was like i know your wife took your real daughter and left and that's why you have me and her and you know you've just been such an abusive dick to her like if you really love her you should just let her go blah 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 and basically just made him feel like a shithead for all the terrible things he's done huh. and then he let us go Oh, Evan is the better of all of us because <laughs> the rest of us just like die, Todd, die. He, he psychologyed his way through the story. Uh, I mean, to be I fair, totally mine was therapied my way through. Kind of an accident. I did definitely shoot him though. So, so where did you end up then? Like, since you didn't have bus tickets, Rose and her son show up, and they're like, "Oh, hey, we're we're glad we caught you." Um, we heard about Jericho, so we knew if you were still alive, you'd come here. So we found another way to get across the border. So you know, we're oh, going to take you to this other place. Do you do the raft? Yes. Okay. Because there's so many, like, um, when I was watching that, like, her Kara's endings of that super long video was, like, over half of it. See, I was, because... just, about, I was just about to say, I now that I think about it, I think all of the stuff that you guys were just describing, I don't, did that take place after Jericho got raided 
Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, this is, yeah the bus stop is. After so, did Jericho. you guys get away from the raid at Jericho? Because in my game, yeah. I got captured, so I didn't yeah. even oh. see this. Oh. The bus, like this, all the thing you're talking about, like this is where yeah. this is where, unfortunately, my game just got <laughs> well, that's real what, depressing. Real. That's quick. what I was referring to because you could end at like me. I was actually at border control. Um, you can go across the river like Evan did, and then you could be caught and taken to one of the android camps. So I was in a death camp is how yep. mine ended. Like It's a basic... recycling camp. <laughs> okay. But so this is this is so this is how my game ended. We can just get this really sad one out of the way, but like basically <laughs> so at the raid in Jer- at Jericho, I Kara or Kara ended up getting shot while escaping. Somehow I like got shot in the leg or something and like I wasn't going to make it um and so I had like Alice and I just like lay still like we were dead, but then they came along and they basically, they found us anyway. And my game ended up with this huge, like it's a really long sequence. It's like Jared was saying, like you can mm-hmm. see how half of the video about the endings could be all about this. Cause they they dedicated this whole, like just like absolutely like heart rending ending where you're like in this camp with with um alice and both of you have had your synthetic skin removed so they just totally look like androids they're being marched in these lines towards what's basically just incinerators and um the whole sequence is basically just this really desperate struggle to try and reunite with alice as you just kind of inevitably keep on marching through these lines and they're like, they're like dehumanizing you like the whole way along. They're just like treating them like completely like machines, like just like Hmm. you're seeing like, you're just uh, like, and eventually um, by cooperating with um, some of the, uh, who was the guy from the amusement park, the Jerry's there's a, a, like a rogue Jerry helps you get like reunited with Alice in the camp. So it's like originally you'd been separated out by like model and like size and stuff. So you got separated from Alice and it's like super sad because it's like she's crying and like your car is just like, no, like I want to be together even if we're at the end. And But eventually you do get together with her. And then in my game, you just got marched into the incinerator anyway. And my game ended with like basically Kara just like cradling Alice in the end in the incinerator and she's just kind of like like this is how it ends like but they're like at peace in a way because at least they're together you know so it's like Mm -hmm. just so sad because it's like you know they did everything they could to escape it got fucked up at jericho they got captured and they get incinerated but like they die like hand in hand did anyone else together get to the camp nope no because so in the video, you if Luther's still with you, he can help you escape from the camp. Um, if you befriended Ralph at the house, he shows up and he can help you if Luther's gone. It's like it's like they have the same scenario, but depending on who you mm-hmm. interacted with, someone else is there. Mm. And so you can either escape and then you get on a truck that's um, carrying out the already recycled machines and you pretend you're dead and then you wake up in a landfill and then you're free basically Hmm. so like there is a way for all three of you luther alice and um cara and there's also versions where only alice makes it or only alice and cara or cara leaves everyone and 
And I was, <laughs> and I was going to say, I think in mine, there was one point where maybe I could have gotten away without Alice, but I was yeah. like, fuck that. I'm sticking with Alice. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's, I know, like I said, in the end, they just, they went out hand in hand and I was like, and I think there's her. one, like, <laughs> there's one too, where you're in the recycling box thing and the camp gets liberated from uh, yeah, Marcus and his crew. And see, I messed up Marcus's ending, so there was no Marcus liberation for me. <laughs> right. It was just like ah, it was like the worst possible thing. <laughs> so let's let's talk but, about the river. Um, <laughs> yeah, were you the only one with the river, Evan? I maybe. Am I? Did no one else go to the river? Because I was at border control. That's how me I. Too, me, me too. Yeah, I oh. went to border control as well. Oh, so you guys all took the bus tickets? Yeah, we yeah. did. Yep. <laughs> so where did you find did you did you just take him from the couple or did you find yeah. other yep, just take him from the couple and, and just denied and just... everything uh yeah. okay so yeah the river um they're, ju- they're just doing temperature checks they're human they'll be fine right <laughs> um so yeah, at the river, Rose, Rose and her son take you there. You say bye, and there's a couple little like quick time events. Like you can you can go straight to the boat, um, but I was like, no, I'm gonna gather some info real quick. And one of the things is like she sticks her hand in the water, and it's like, oh, this water is below freezing. So if you go in, your biomechanics will freeze up after X number of minutes. I'm like, okay, can't go in the water. Cool. Um, say goodbye to Rose. Say goodbye to her son. Get in the boat. You know, we're rafting along, doing our thing, and then Border Patrol shows up, and it gives you the option. You can dive in the water, you can hide in the boat, you can save your or save Alice, or you can, uh, it says use Luther, <laughs> which that's so vague. And I was like, oh, this this feels like a shitty option. I Because I, I, I had gone out of my way to make sure Luther lived. I'm like, no, we are all making it through this. All right. um, that's what I so, wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> so Border Patrol, like, they just spray all the boats with bullets. Um, you see some of them got away, but some of them just start sinking. Um, and depending on what you chose to do, I think the first time, because I was, you know, so invested in Alice, I chose to save Alice. Um, so Luther, Luther gets hit. The boat gets hit. The, or no, 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 no. The first time I chose, I tried to make a run for it. So Luther got shot. Alice got shot. And the motor got shot. I was the only one who didn't get shot. Um, so pretty much at this point, like, it's like, okay, we have to get to the other side. So you, you push Luther's corpse off, you <laughs> throw the supplies in the river, you push the motor off because it's dead anyway. Um, and then, you know, you have nothing. Like somehow your paddle disappears, like so you can't paddle anymore. So she makes the choice to, Kara makes the choice to get in the water and push the boat. Um, and I think, I, think, I think her getting in the water is pretty unavoidable because border patrol shows up regardless of what you do um and there's if i think if alice gets shot you fail the quick time event of pushing the boat no matter what so when she comes up on the other side you're dying from being cold and alice is dying from being cold and from being shot um so in my original playthrough like my my true ending they both die on the shores of Canada oh, wow. which was very sad and depressing and did not sit right with me so an hour later I went back and <laughs> replayed it and so I think the next time I chose to um 
I think I chose to save Alice, so I jumped in front of her and I took the bullet. So Luther still dies and the motor still gets shot. Um, so I still get out, but then the quick time event gives you more steps. You can keep playing. Um, so you still go in the water, but Alice comes out and you're like, you know, I want you to go live a happy life. Rose will be here soon, you know, go be free or whatever. And then Kara dies. And then you see um, Rose's van coming down the corner. So like, okay, well, she'll be fine. Um, but I looked it up and the only way, the way to live, Luther's going to die regardless. I guess the river, like he doesn't make it out at all. But if you, if you choose the option, use Luther, which again, sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He still dies. The boat still gets shot. The motor's fucked. But you and Alice are both alive, and the quick time event gets you through the water quick enough that you don't freeze. And then Rose comes and takes you into Canada. Hmm. So, uh, Jared, is there any way for Luther to survive? Because yeah. not in the river. No, the what I oh. saw, he only survives um, either at the um, android camp or on the border, the border control. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he ended up being sacrificed in my playthrough on Jericho. He like tripped or something. He's like, "Go on," and I'm like, "Sure thing, dude." <laughs> Good luck. Um. So how it played out through for me at the border control, um, is I meet Rose in the bathroom mm-hmm. and we talk. But I see. I th- I think Rose is willing to sacrifice herself for me. I'm not sure. Um, she's more of just willing to take care of Alice should something happen. Oh, oh, right, right. Um, Don't get Rose killed. Rose is great. Rose is a <laughs> saint. Um, Luther tells me that I can use him if I need to uh, get, you know, to protect myself. He said this about five or six times and I've always said, you know, just shut the hell up. Yep. Uh, and then I also see Jerry who one of the jerry's who says you know wouldn't that be funny all the jerry's showed up at the same time (laughs) we're not androids i want to say that's the jerry Jerry you save alongside luther before the bus stop that's why he's so committed to you at least in my opinion yeah it's got to be one of the jerry's from amusement park place so i thought there were four choices um it basically it tells you do nothing and mm-hmm. just hopefully you can get through border, you know, get through the border control. One says sacrifice uh, Jerry. One says sacrifice Luther. And I don't remember what the other, what the last one I was. I think there's a yourself. sacrifice Rose. No, it's sacrifice yourself. Sacrifice Is yourself. It yourself. Yep. Um, I had, I was on, I was teetering on saying don't do anything and just hope it works. Um, and Jared, I'm really curious to see what that option would ha- what would happen. I ended up saying because I cared nothing for him, I sacrificed Jerry. Me too. Me too. Yay! We all sacrificed Jerry, and we all made it to Canada. So yeah, um, if you do that, died in mine. <laughs> if you do that, all three of you guys make it to Canada. So, <laughs> what happens if you don't sacrifice anyone? If you, it depends. What did you have Marcus do? At the end, was it a peaceful protest or what? Did he fight? A uh, peaceful protest. You would have peaceful all the way. You would have all made it. Okay. Because you basically go up and he starts to do the scan thing and realizes you're androids and you're just like, please. And he kind of the border control agent hesitates and he looks up at a TV, and that TV shows the news coverage of whatever's happening. And if he 
scene that the androids are peacefully asking for their oh. um, freedom, then he's like, okay, you can go through. But if so it, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to. Um, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, but that's not how it would have ended for me. So then, if they're fighting, then he's like, "Fuck you guys!" And then he calls over the guards, and they kill all three of you. Nice. So well, and, I did. I did the right. Made the right choice then. And so, if you sacrifice yourself, um, and Luther's with you, Luther and um, Alice will make it to Canada. If Luther's not with you um, and you sacrifice yourself, she runs over to Rose and goes through the border control with Rose. If you sacrifice Luther, do you get to go through? Yep, you and okay. Alice. Okay. So yeah, I did the Jerry thing as well. And That's that's Kara. So I guess as a wrap-up, any other overarching things that maybe we were alluding to but didn't want to say just yet? <laughs> what are your closing comments? Uh, I mean, my whole time playing through, I was waiting for Alice to die and Kara just to go like full on like screw humans and become like a suicide bomber or something. I, I'll be honest, I'm I'm kind of surprised just how many endings there were. Like hearing you guys talk mm-hmm. about your experiences and how completely different they were. That's uh, I think that's I mean that's pretty awesome to me. Just that like like I said, and the fact that like my ending felt like the ending I deserved. Like I said, I felt, I, I mean, not, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like it felt like, you know, I don't really regret any of the choices I made, but it was just kind of the natural, it was just where things led. And it's like I said, at the very end, I had a choice to make and it was like, it was me and Alice all the way until the end. And unfortunately things just didn't work out. Like Luther died early. Um, like, I don't know what exactly I did wrong at Jericho that ended up with me getting captured while you guys were able to get away. But you know, what happened happened and it was still just like, you were probably trying were together. to help too many people. I, uh, that honestly might be it. It's like, I just did not. When you were running away, did you play dead? Uh, I did. That's probably one of the things that I regret is, no, but, but I didn't really no, have... It's like the best choice. Okay. You play dead, and then something... That, there's another thing where you have to like oh, I must make a decision. That. It's yeah. like, after you play dead, oh, you do one yeah, more thing. The, yeah, that's where Marcus's story intercuts. Yeah, I played oh, dead, but I got away. That, I think that must have been what it was. Like, like I said, my Marcus story kind of screwed me on a lot of the other ones, so we'll get into that later, but yeah. Yeah, overall, I think... Um, Caro's story was good. I think mm-hmm. based on how I played, I think out of the three story plot lines, I would say that she was my second favorite. Anything else? You guys good? I think that's good for me. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, hopefully this wasn't unenjoyable. Um, <laughs> a little less humor, a little more deep involvement in a game. Just remember, everyone, sacrifice everyone you love to survive. <laughs> <laughs> You don't end up in a death camp incinerator. (laughs) And don't take an inflatable dinghy to Canada.